Hello, and welcome to On Staging. I'm Kyle Gould, and tonight I had the pleasure of seeing Workshop Theatre's production of Stephen Dietz's Dracula. Stephen Dietz developed Dracula in 1996 from Bram Stoker's book, only four years after the major motion picture, and 99 years after Bram Stoker himself released it. 27 years later, Workshop Theatre, under the direction of A.J. Pierce, has brought the theatrical production to the Pump House. And there is just something about how dark it gets in late fall, walking along a steaming river behind the Pump House Theatre with a half moon in the sky, that just feels like the perfect setting for a vampire story. So while on the walk in the dark with the cityscape laid out before me after the show, I thought about how amazing the set was, and how well the production team did at setting so many different scenes and locations so fluidly and swiftly. At one point, the play was bouncing between three or four different locations in the first act, and then in the second, there was a whole journey that felt like a journey, even though no one moved. The props and decor should be commended and is entirely a reason to see the show. There's coffins and crypts, prisons and blood. The costumes are engaging and interesting, and the makeup is top-notch. If you know Bram Stoker's Dracula, then this is a story you know well, whether the book or the movie, but if you're not super familiar with Dracula then this is a great introduction to the character and mythos. There are a lot of secondary characters in this production, and kudos to all of them for their hard work and efforts. Dracula's two vixens, Christy Eklund and Shizana Gukasian Korobinakova, I hope I'm saying that right, were properly PG-13 erotic and enticing, bewitching and seductively evil, and Kaylee Cornelson as Mina and Chantal Brousseau as Lucy, well, they stole the show with their scenes together. I had the opportunity to share the stage with Chantal in Morpheus's pantomime, Sleeping Beauty, back in 2017, where Chantal played the titular Sleeping Beauty. And I had to congratulate her as soon as I was done with a private message on Facebook to say, I cannot believe you once again got the opportunity to sleep on stage for multiple scenes in a show, because Lucy does spend a lot of time unconscious. The punk music interludes between the scenes were really interesting, and in my interview with AJ in a previous podcast, AJ talked at length about the punk rock elements in Dracula, and I can really see it. I also enjoyed it, but it left me wanting more punk rock in the show. It made me want an adaptation where Dracula descends upon 1960s London instead of like 1860s London, and with his 50 boxes of Transylvanian dirt and a thirst for beautiful punk girls. And while this is no slight on AJ or Robert Bourne, who played the character of Renfield, I found Renfield to be completely inconsequential to the story. All of Renfield's scenes are an absolute delight. They're especially wonderful when he's interacting with the all-too-sane and stable and lovable and considerate insane asylum doctor. The guy who's running the insane asylum is the most sane person in the show. Anyway, C-word, played by Tim Hanna, is wonderful in the role. And just, I have to say, a complete twist on expectations. This guy should definitely be more evil than Dracula, and here he is trying to save the woman who turned him down. I won't lie. There are some script problems from my perspective, 
But none of that is the fault of the actors or the director who staged this production. It is intense, engaging, does a great job of moving from one place to the next, and when Dracula appears, it's really well done. There is a legitimate jump scare, and Kimberly Elliott does amazing work with stillness and her hands as Dracula. Where Dracula goes, there is smoke and the howls of wolves, and it is the perfect show to prolong your spooky season with. At one point, a character says to write this down and get your pencils out, and literally the people in front of me pulled out pencils. Kudos to them in the audience. They were so engaged. Running until only November 4th. You have limited opportunities to get down to the pump house and see this show, and you need to do so. It is absolutely worth your money and time for the spectacle, the laughs, and a revisit on an old classic to once again prove no one does haunting old man stalker better than Dracula himself. Linked tickets is in the show notes. And once again, thanks for listening.